Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you ready to change your life in the next 30 minutes? It's time for Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. Get your notebooks ready. He's about to go in. Five, four, three, two, one. Coach Mark, let's go. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. This is Coach Mark, and you're listening to Power in a Half Hour. In the next 30 minutes, we're going to learn the tips, tricks, and techniques of the rich and the super uber successful, all right? So the quote that we're going to start today's show with is, resenting the rich is one of the surest ways to stay broke. (laughs) I love that quote. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's say that one again. Resenting the rich is one of the surest ways to stay broke. And that's from T. Harv Ecker. Generally, the people that resent the rich are the ones that don't feel that they can ever become rich, right? So we don't want to do that because it's almost like we're giving ourselves a life sentence to poverty, all right? All right, so the title of today's show is How the Rich Get Richer, How the Rich Get Richer. I want to thank all of you for tuning in every single week and listening to this show. want to remind you, if you ever want to go back and you miss any of the old shows and you want to go back and re-listen, all you have to do is go to my website, www.powerhh.com. That's www.powerhh.com. If we're not friends on Facebook, my name on Facebook is Mark Starr, M-A-R-K-S. T-A-R-R. And on Instagram, it's at Coach Mark Speaks. Make sure you guys check me out on Facebook and Instagram. Every day I post daily inspirational videos. I drop some knowledge every single day, all right? And for those of you that have not had the opportunity to download my book, you can download it for free, for free, absolutely free, F-R-E-E at www.repeataftermebook.com. That's www.repeataftermebook.com. And if you're in the United States and you want to get my daily messages, I send out daily motivational and inspirational messages once again for free, F-R-E-E. All you have to do is text the letters B-B-D. That's boy, boy, dog, B-B-D to 411 Two four seven. All right, we got an absolutely amazing show for you today. So let's go ahead and get started. Profile number one, David Choi. Now, David is a Korean-American entrepreneur from St. Louis, Missouri. In five years, five years, David went from having $18,000 in his bank account to running a $4.5 million Korean-Mexican fast casual food chain with four restaurants and a food truck called Soul Taco. Let's now look at how David did it. Number one, David says, start with what you have. Now, David started Soul Taco at the peak of the recession because he didn't want to work at three minimum wage jobs working 100 plus hours a week. David sold his car, cashed out his bank account, 
and found someone selling a food truck in Philadelphia for $40,000. Now, he only had $18,000, but the person was so motivated to sell because his wife wanted the food truck out of their driveway. So David drove it back to St. Louis, and this was the start of his empire. Number two, David says, sell what you know. Now, David was familiar with Korean food from cooking with his mom and grandma, but he started making their recipes into tacos for his family. Now, most of his family thought it was weird, except for his brother and two of his friends. They helped him raise $22,000. Now, the first day that he set up his food truck, Soul Taco had a line of 40 people and ran out of food. What David realized was that he had to rely on his experience from his teenage years when he worked at a pizza shop sandwich shop, coffee shop, and a Chinese restaurant and replicate the dishes at a rapid pace. Now, most of us, I say it all the time, we have jobs and we're wondering why we are in our jobs. We are wondering why we are in our jobs. What you are learning in your, especially if you have a desire to be an entrepreneur or to start some sort of business, What you are learning on your job now, I guarantee you that it will help you in your business in future. All right. Here it is. This guy worked at a Chinese restaurant, a pizza shop, all these little side jobs. He probably thought he would never, ever use what he learned on those jobs. But here it is. It helped him to build his business that he has right now. Number three, improvise. Now, David says that starting a food truck helped him to have a stronger brick and mortar restaurant because of the improvisation he had to do with the truck from navigating weather to running out of propane gas. The food truck allowed them to beta test their concept. And since they had minimal overhead, he was able to recoup his initial investment within a few months. I see a lot of people, they want to start businesses, but they want to start. The people don't want to start from the bottom. They want to start with this huge business and it just doesn't work like that. And that's not always the smartest way. It's best to start out at the bottom. So whether it's starting out with a food, if you want to start a restaurant, whether it's starting out with a food truck, even if it's starting at the side of a road, at the side of the road with your barbecue pit, it doesn't matter. Just start somewhere. And it's best to start off with very little money. And that way you can try different things. You can see what works and what doesn't work. And you're not investing a whole bunch of money. The worst thing that you can do is if you've never, ever ran a business before, is to go out and get this big building with all these employees. I guarantee you'll probably be out of business within two or three months. Number four, grow wisely. Now, when David had the truck, he could be there every day. Now, because of the different restaurants, it's about finding leadership who can take ownership. Some of David's failures has been putting people in management positions out of convenience. Just because someone is a great employee doesn't mean that they're a great manager. Just because someone is a good friend to you doesn't mean that they'll be a good employee or a good manager as well. Keep that in mind. Now, Soul Taco has 100 employees and everyone starts at entry level so that they can learn all aspects of the business. That way, when needed, everyone can help out. Number five, be creative about where you set up shop. Now, all four of their brick and mortar locations took over spaces of former restaurants, which made it easy to get favorable terms on a lease because they were born in a truck. They were able to adapt to any space. 
Now, from 2013 to 2014, their revenue increased by 52%. And from 2014 to 2015, their revenue increased by 153%. But they're not resting on that. They want to continue to grow. Awesome example of how this guy started off with $18,000. Right? He needed a food truck. The food truck he wanted costed $40,000. Now, how many people would have said, you know what? They want $40,000 for that, and I don't have $40,000. I'm just not going to do it. No, this guy went in there and negotiated. He finded somebody that wanted to get rid of that truck. I say it all the time. One man's trash is another man's treasure, right? Now, this other man wasn't able to make any money with his food truck, but David went in, took that food truck, parlayed it into a $4.5 million business. Profile number two, Tara Reed. Now, shortly after the 25-year-old Tara moved to Seattle, she sat in her new apartment staring at the blank walls. She started to get, she started to be interested in fine art, but she realized how annoying and labor-intensive it would be to find art that she liked for her new place. She realized that there were apps for food, music, fashion, and music that allowed her to get a personal recommendation, but there were none for fine art. So Tara decided that she would create one. She didn't sit there and complain about it the whole time. She said, you know what? It's not there. Let me create it. She launched Collecto. Her initial idea was to have Collecto as more service-based, like video chatting with an art advisor, but she overestimated how comfortable her customers would be talking about art. Tara, who worked in marketing for Microsoft and Foursquare, didn't know how to code, but she was still able to create a more comfortable way of shopping for art. Collecto's success led to a TEDx talk on helping other entrepreneurs build apps without code and a consulting side gig that brings Tara's net worth to just over $1 million. And this young lady's 25 years old. Tara says that a lot of people get stuck trying to build the perfect thing, but her not knowing how to code allowed her to move faster and unafraid to make changes. When people ask her for advice, she tells them to get going. Let me repeat that. When people ask her for advice, she tells them to get going. She says that chances are that you'll have something wrong, but you won't know until you test those assumptions with what? Action. Profile number three, Usain Bolt. Now, Usain Bolt, who I'm sure that everyone listening knows is a Jamaican sprinter and is the fastest human ever time. Usain holds the world record for both the 100 meters and 200 meters. He also holds the world record as a part of the 4 by 100 meter relay team. He's the reigning world and Olympic champion in these three events. Usain is a nine-time Olympic gold medalist, having won the 100 meters, 200 meter, and the 4 by 100 meter relays at three consecutive Olympic Games, which has never, ever been done before. Usain is also an 11-time world champion, having won consecutive world championships in the 100-meter, 200-meter, and the 4-by-100-meter relay gold medals from 2009 to 2015, with the exception of a 100-meter false start in 2011. He's the most successful athlete of the world championships. Now, we could talk all day about Usain's accomplishments, but we're going to study Usain Bolt's rules to success. That's why we study successful people. We want to know how they think. So we can start thinking like them and we can start creating that same level 
of success in our lives. Number one, remember that you are doing it for yourself. Now, even though your family and friends may support you, you are doing it for yourself and you have to motivate yourself and want it as bad as anyone else that you are competing with. If someone else wants it more than you, guess who's going to get it? You guessed it. They are. You got to want it and you got to want it bad. Number two, you have to compete against other people who are at a higher level to help build you up. And this will let you know what else you need to work on during training. So many people like to hang around people that are at a lower level of them. Guess what? You'll never, ever go to a higher level. Those people got ego problems, right? If you always want to be around people that are on a lower level than you, how can you grow? What can you learn from people like that? What can you learn from people like that? Number three, work hard. Even though others may see me run and they say I make it look so easy and effortless, I have to work hard to get to that level. It's day in, day out sacrifice. It's extreme hard work. Usain says that there are days that you get up and you want to give up and quit. There will be days where you know training will be intense and you're going to say to yourself, I don't want to do this, but you have to. Usain says that the competitions are the easy parts. All the work is done behind the scenes. You see what I'm saying? We look at him on TV and he just makes it so effort. He makes it look so effortlessly. Right? He makes it look so easy. But he has to put in that. And, and he, he's always joking around and dancing. And he just looks like he's just having a great time all the time. But go and watch him practice. Go and look at the work that he puts in. And if you want that level of success, that's the same level of work that you have to put in regardless of whatever it is that you're doing. Number four, be the best ever. You should always strive to be the best that you can be. You want people to remember you. You want people, you want when people need someone in your field, they automatically think of you. Number five, Be confident. When you go into a race, you have to always be confident. You can't go into a race thinking the person next to you is going to beat you. Even if it seems like this person next to you may beat you, you have to decide that you're going to give it your best because that person may come out and be having a really bad day and you want to be ready and prepared for anything. You have to go into anything. I don't think I don't care who it is that you're going up against. You have to go into everything, always thinking that you can win. Because the day that you think that you're going to lose, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to lose. Number six, learn how to lose. Usain says that the first thing that his coach taught him is that he has to learn how to lose before you can learn how to win. You're not going to win every race. You're going to win some and you will lose some. And I like to say, instead of lose some, you will learn some. Because off of every single one of those losses, I can guarantee you earlier in his career, he learned something. He learned something that he took with him that helped him to be the champion that he is today. Number seven, have heroes. Now, growing up, Usain's heroes were his dad and Kevin Garnett, the basketball player. Usain says that regardless of the situation, Kevin Garnett was always determined, even if he was injured and on the bench. He would still always shout and inspire his teammates. He would always try to push them and will them to win. He said that Kevin was always dedicated to the sport. 
Number eight, don't get scared easily. Usain says that he's never scared of anything or anyone. His mindset when he gets on the track is that regardless of how far you are ahead of him, he's going to catch you. Regardless of how good or bad he may have been training up until that point, he's going to beat you. When he's on the track, it's all about business and everything always comes together. Number nine, learn to move on. Now, after the 2011 World Championships, although Usain was very disappointed that he false started, he realized that he had to put it behind him and move on. He realized that he had more races in front of him and he had to focus on them and move on. He didn't even discuss what happened with his coach until after the world championships were over with. And number 10, you have to push yourself past the pain. Now, when most people are tired and worn out, that's when they're ready to quit. But that's when the improvement is just beginning. Once you feel that you've done all that you can and you can't go anymore, that's when you push yourself even further. That's how you improve. Pushing yourself to do more than you thought you possibly could do. You don't gain strength by lifting the same weight every single day. You gain strength by when you think that you've done it all. You can't go any further lifting one more time or lifting five or ten pounds more. That's how you get greater in anything, by pushing yourself a little bit harder, a little bit harder, every day pushing yourself a little bit harder and not stopping, not taking any days off. That's how you get better. Now, since the beginning of time, just like we can count on the sun rising and going down every day, the rich keep getting richer and it seems like everyone else is getting poor. Now, although many people would like to believe this, this just isn't the case. In 2014, there were 920,000 new millionaires in the world. That's almost 1 million new millionaires. Just in the United States alone, there were nearly 500,000 new millionaires in 2014. Now, currently, there are over 10.4 million households in the United States that have a net worth of $1 million or more. Now, let's talk about what net worth is. Net worth doesn't mean that that's what you make every year a millionaire isn't someone that just makes a million dollars every single year a millionaire is simply someone that has when they calculate all their assets and deduct all their liabilities it's over one million dollars that's what a millionaire is all right so there's a lot of people that are millionaires that only make forty thousand or fifty thousand dollars a year they learn how to invest their money wisely or invest it in things that are going to bring them back something Currently, there are over 10.4 million households in the United States that have a net worth of over $1 million or more. Did you guys hear me? There are over 10.4 million households in the United States that have a net worth of $1 million or more. That's 9% of all the households in the U.S. or one in every 11 households. So now that we debunk the myth that only the rich get richer, let's look at how the rich and the new rich keep getting richer. Now, in the past three years, I've studied hundreds of billionaires and thousands of millionaires. And what I figured out is that there are two things that separate those that are financially successful from most everyone else. Habits and mindset. Habits and mindset. Habits and mindset. Now, whenever I take on a new coaching client, the first thing that we work on is habits and mindset. 
When you learn to master these two things, you will be able to attain all the success that you desire in any area that you choose. Now, since we recently talked about habits this week, we're going to look at the mindset of those that are super successful. Let's first look at what mindset is. Now, according to the dictionary, a mindset is a set of assumptions or methods held by a person or a group of people that is so established that it creates a powerful incentive within these people or groups to continue to adopt prior behaviors, choices, or tools. Essentially, your mindset are beliefs that you have about yourself and the qualities you have as well as your potential and what's possible for you. Let me repeat my definition again. Essentially, your mindsets are beliefs that you have about yourself and the qualities you have as well as your potential and what's possible for you. Now, let's now look at some of the ways that the richest mindset is different from most others. Number one, rich people think I create my life. Now, rich people understand that they're in control of their lives. Things don't just happen by choice. When you take responsibility for your life, you are taking a step forward in creating the life you dreamed of. And when things don't work out, don't blame or criticize others or don't justify yourself. Learn from it, decide to do better next time, and keep moving forward. Number two, rich people are committed to being successful. Let me repeat this. Rich people are committed to being successful. Some people would like to be successful, and that's all fine and dandy, but these people will probably never, ever attain the level of success that they would like. You have to be fully committed. You have to be all in. Now, when I say committed, I'm not talking about when it's convenient or when your favorite show is not on. You have to be committed every day, whether you feel like it or not. Number three, rich people think big, and I mean really big. Now, some people want to play in the Little League some in the minor leagues, and some in the major leagues. It's your choice. Those that want to play in the little leagues or the minor leagues only want to because they don't feel that they're as good as the best. Now, to play among the best, you have to start believing that you are among the best or you have the potential to be among the best. And then you work your tail off so that you become undeniable. Number four, rich people focus on opportunities. Now, when things happen to us in life, we have a choice to view it as an opportunity or an obstacle. How we view it just depends on where we put our focus. Now, there's a quote that I came up with a few years ago that I live by. Everything in life is either a lesson or a blessing. And when your perspective is right, the lessons become blessings. Number five, rich people admire other rich and successful people. You have to first ask yourself, when you see rich people, do you get jealous? Do you feel resentment when you say, check out that person's house or car? If you associate those negative feelings to wealth, you probably won't ever amass any of it. You have to associate positive feelings to wealth if you want to create wealth in your life. Number six, rich people associate with positive, successful people. When you associate with positive and successful people, you can not only learn from them, but then you will also start to think if they can do it, why can't I? Number seven, rich people are willing to promote themselves and their value. Now, many of us have been conditioned to think that promoting ourselves is boastful and to be avoided. 
Now, the rich and successful are excellent promoters, and they know how to promote themselves, their ideas, and their products with enthusiasm. If you are not enthusiastic about whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is that you're selling, nobody else will be. And if nobody else will be, people won't support you. You have to be enthusiastic about everything that you do. Every week, I am enthused. You can hear my enthusiasm in my voice, and that's why people listen. You have to be enthusiastic about any and everything that you do. Remember, if you're not, why would anybody want it? Number eight, rich people know that they are bigger than their problems. Everyone has problems. Things won't always go your way, regardless of how much you have or who you are. It's not the problems that define you, but how you react to your problems that define you. Number nine, Rich people act in spite of fear. Now, fear will never completely go away. You have to develop the ability to feel the fear and do it anyway. This is one of the biggest things that separate those who are able to create their dream life and those who just simply dream about it. And number 10, rich people constantly learn, grow, and act. Now, many people think that knowledge equals power, but that's incorrect. Knowledge plus action, knowledge plus action, knowledge plus action equals power. Now, knowledge without action equals nothing. The more you learn and grow in your chosen field of interest, the more value you will have in that area. So the more you will ultimately be paid. Okay, okay. Well, that's all that we have for today's show. I know you guys got some awesome jewels, right? Now it's time to take what we learned and put it into action. Want to remind you, if you want to go back and re-listen, all you have to do is go to www.powerhh.com. That's www.powerhh.com. Now I know you got three friends that should have heard what we talked about today. You want to make sure that you share it with them because we want our friends to be successful just as we are. So make sure you tell them about the station that you're listening to this show on. If they don't have access to that station, just have them go to my website. They can listen for absolutely free at www.powerhh.com. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook. Name on Facebook is Mark Star, M-A-R-K-S-T-A-R-R. And on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Coach Mark Speaks, okay? So the quote, the quote, the quote that we're going to end today's show with is, rich isn't an amount of money. It's a mindset about how you live. If you believe you can win, you can. And that's from Dave Ramsey. Thank you much. And until next show. Thanks for listening to Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. To listen or re-listen, go to powerinahalfhour.com. Follow Coach Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Mark Speaks. Find Coach Mark on Facebook by searching for Mark Star. Like our Facebook fan page, Power in a Half Hour, and join our Power in a Half Hour Facebook group. See you next week. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.